This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Oh, the burdens a great wizard such as myself must bear low. But we do all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep things like, oh, I don't know, being responsible for the loss of your fellow wizard's immortality all bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. Going to therapy has taught me that I don't have to react to every emotion I feel, even though those emotions are valid. Sometimes taking a moment is all you need to respond in a way that's truer to your values. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash magic today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot slash magic. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Exhaust vent 44A has been breached. Huh, that's a new one on me. Oh, you know what? It's probably the mysterious man breaking into the bunker. Well, it's in for a bit of a surprise. <laughs> Why am I talking to myself? I'd better tell Trisha about the breach. Uh, you guys enjoy the show. from the Magic Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp. If you've never listened to the podcast before, this is everything you need to know. About three and a half years ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical magical land of Foon. Oh, hey. And you're getting a slight Wi-Fi signal through the portal. Um, Yeah. No, go ahead, Macho Mantis, Randy Mantis. I forgot the rest. Oh, uh, well, uh, I'm still getting a Wi-Fi signal from the Burger Burger King. King. Through the, the portal, portal. The portal, and I use, use that to upload a podcast, podcast I record every week, week here, here in the tavern, the Ruffled Feather. Yeah. Used to be the Vermilion Minotaur. You know, Randy, yeah. I, you know when we were gone for a week? Yeah. We had broken into the tavern, trying to like find the weapon there, get a bunch of magical stuff. We fell into a pocket dimension, as you do, mm-hmm. lost a week, yeah. and now we're back here, and we only got a couple of those magic things. Oh, that was way more interesting than the preamble you usually do oh really yeah what do you not like about the preamble i usually do just a lot it's a lot it's a lot it's redundant all you do is change the number of months oh but randy i mean i know you're here in the tavern every week but you're assuming no one new is going to come by well don't fight me on my opinion you asked (laughs) that's fair don't ask my opinion and then argue that's true randy what the fuck are you doing here I'll head out. It's good to check. It's good to see you. It's good, good to, to check see in. you. Did you want something when you stopped by? Nope. Just oh. thought to have some fun. Okay. I don't know why I started this podcast with no one else at the table, but you. Well, take care. Hey, Usador, Chunt, Usador, Chunt, we're starting the podcast. Are you interviewing Macho Mantis, Randy Mantis? N- no. Chunt, Usador, come over here. Why are you closing your mouth when you talk? 
Gosh. It's more difficult to hear you that way. Guys, get over here. Everyone relax. Arnold has lockjaw, but Usador shall save him. Yes, here. Let me put my hands on either side of your face and cast a spell that shall no, free no, thine no, lips. You don't have to do a spell. I'm just trying to be sly. Ah, well, you, you failed. We should just have a word. If you're ever talking to someone and you don't want to talk to them, we should have a, a word. safe word. Yeah, let's come up with it right now. Um, Framble. Uh, Framble's good. Hello. Um, hello. Well, that's going to be said often in the show. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Um, how about... Dr. Monsterwitz. Dr. Monsterwitz. I think that's it. But what if we're if interviewing you're... someone called Dr. Monsterwitz? Uh, that's that's going to be a problem. Uh. What if it's um, mm. Fricassee, Cribbage, um, Oingo Boingo? Mead. Mead. Well, we might order, might order mead, mead with a little bit of raspberry oh, in true. it. How about um, oh, tavern. lasso? No, tavern said a lot. Okay, you're right. Lo and behold, mm. um, Usador. Fruit by the foot. Well, Usador is a good one. Yeah, Usador. What? But that's my name. Oh yeah, Ernie. What's your favorite word? Podcast. Mine, mine is ocelot. Yours is what? Os- mine is podcast. Okay. Mine's ocelot. Usador. What's your favorite word? I don't know. How about um, Francine? How about we say Ocelot Podcast Francine? Yeah, we'll just casually work that into conversation. And the person who we went saving from will never even know. Exactly. Ocelot Podcast Francine. Yeah. Your favorite word is a proper name? Well, I'd never thought about having a favorite word before, so I just said the first thing that popped into my mind. And it happened to be Francine. I don't even think I know a Francine. Hmm. Well, that works out then, because then they'll never be on the show. Oh, yes. Well, Ocelot. Podcast. Podcast. Francine. That works very well. But if we want one that's a little easier to work into conversation, we should pick a word we never use, like sit-ups. Or resolution. Forwarding the plot. Well-structured. Considered. Concise. Not overstaying its welcome. Thoughtful. Hmm. Hmm. Let's stick with uh, Ocelot Podcast Francine. Ocelot Podcast. Yeah. Podcast and we can Francine. find some sort of shortening where it's like Ocpodbra. O-F. You O-F. down with O-P-F? O-P-F. Uh, can I? Yeah, you know Jeff. Can I admit something to the two of you? Of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yes. Just take you a hold You can off. tell anything that you're afraid to tell you anyone else. You can always weight. tell us. Just yeah. definitely speak into that microphone. I'm Papa. sad. Aww. You see? You see? We tried so hard to go get the... The weapons we need to defeat the void and overcome the Dark Lord, and yeah. I fear that we, we aren't making the progress that I wish we were making, and I, well, I'm just a little bummed out about it. I must be. I'm, I'm a little bummed out too. I feel like we did come away with something though, because we discovered hashtag fill the void, right? Yeah. That idea that creation will fill the void. So if we get enough people to make shit. We might be in a it'll, better... At the very least, it'll slow the void down, gaining us more time, which is clearly the thing we always need. Yeah, I've been doing a ton of type fives just to help fill that void. And speaking of filling the void, I also brought this bag of never-ending food from the tavern. So we got a couple magic items. Yeah, I got the eyes of Slindor. We discovered Castle Nowhere. Yes, yeah. I... And I've started, like, uh, using the food from the magic bag, selling it to people and then buying magic stuff from the Ruffled Feather. Ooh, smart. Yeah. And I've been working on a, some uh, architectural plans to possibly open up, uh, instead of a Choo Choo's Chow, 
reboot, mm-hmm. possibly opening up a Chili's to Go. The Chili's to Go inside of Castle Nowhere was amazing. So good. Guys. I've never had food that good. Oh, guys. Those spicy cookies. This is mm. Listeners, this is just underscores how terrible the food and food is. But this, I must, I must also admit to you, I grew tired of the ruffled feather. At the bar this very eve, I did speak to two mercenaries, and I did say, join me in my quest. I stand up for righteousness and goodness, and they did ask how much it did pay. Their indifference has caused me to question mine own commitment. Yea, I do begin to waver in my ne'er-ending quest. I know not if I should be so committed as I am. Kicking the door! <laughs> yes! The ruffled feathers king is back, baby! That's what I'm talking about. This is my spot. How you doing? Good to see you. Where did you get those sunglasses? Shadow demon, you are looking fresh. You are shadowy and more demon than ever. Are those new tentacles? Look at you. Oh, well, since the divorce, you're really living it. Yes. This is what I'm saying. Around on the house, on me, Drip Fang, on the Dark Lord's tab. I'm so happy to be back amongst the baddest and the worst. Hello. Oh, hello, Drip Fang. Ocelot podcast friends. Hey, Dr. Monstavitz. Did somebody call for Dr. Monstavitz? Oh, shit. Holy I'm crap, sorry. it's a Jewish monster doctor. Hello. I'm, I'm, it's, nor, it's not a high holiday, so I can perform various medical acts. What's your uh, what's your condition? We need a bris. Ooh, I go. Oh, I got. I left my stuff at home. What? Go get your stuff at home. I'm a doctor. I'm not a moil. Yeah. Oy vey. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I meant to talk to our our other guest. Very well. Goodbye. He hit himself in the face with both his hands. Hey, Drip Fang. Goodbye, Monster Vitz. It's, I'll see you at your son's monster bar mitzvah. Well, look at this table of sad assholes. Look at you, dumpy, dumpy, sad, sad. See, this is making me even sadder. Good. The way you came in, Dripfang, I must admit I am somewhat jealous, for that is off the way I would enter the Vermilion Minotaur, grandiose in all mine glory, full of life and vigor, ready to take on the world and celebrate mine friends that I would spend the evening drinking ales with. Ah, well, yes. Well, I recognize, of course, that you would normally burst into the Cotillion Dinosaur, or whatever the fuck that place was called, screaming every name an elf or dwarf has given you. But let's face it, that place sucks and sucked, and this place is the Ruffled Feather, which is so much better. There's dark arts, there's magic works that are done in eldritch horror. I don't even know what that thing is. It's just eyeballs and dicks. I mean, this place who yeah, rules. You said who's who, that's, who's that person that's all eyeballs and dicks? That's, that's eyeballs and dicks. Yeah. Eyeballs and... Very literal name. Yes. But well, what's the name of that other person over there that's all just dicks and eyeballs? Frank. Yep. <laughs> this is so much better a setting, for me in particular, and I recognize that you were tied some way to that place, but I'm here to tell you right now that this should be the base of operations forever. We should burn that place down uh, with magic, and we should just meet here forever and ever. He may have a point. I, I mean, I don't know if we're ever going to be allowed back in the... Tillion dinosaur. I feel like this might be a best case scenario to just make this our own, except change. But we spent like three and a half, almost three and a half years of the Cotillion dinosaur. Look, nobody likes the Nathan Fillion omnivore. That place is over. 
ruffled feather is where we should meet. Now, this is quite contrary to my normal modus operandi, as I am primarily snakes, and birds are our natural enemies, though we are descended vaguely from them. But... Looking around at all of this, as you are now in league with my liege, the Dark Lord, this should be the place where you are naturally most at home. I still prefer the billion-dollar property. I do love birds. Sorry, you just mentioned birds. I'm very distracted tonight. Perhaps it'd be better if you just did the episode with Drip Fang, and I'll sit at the bar having a drink. Excuse me for a moment. No, guys, guys. If we make this look like the Sicilian Numerian, then we can... You know, then we can feel like at home. So let's try and recreate that bar here, right? So what do we need? Um, a table we're comfortable at. We have that. Yeah. Podcasting equipment. We have Podcasting that. equipment. We have that. Mixing a potion. Just gonna drink it. Don't know what it is because I'm evil as fuck. What are you guys talking about? Well, we're just trying to make this podcast feel more like it was mm. when we were in the Vermilion Minotaur. Yes. The podcast, when it was part of. The uh, Dillion, Dillion, Namor, the Submariner, was not exactly what the Dark Lord wished, which is actually why I'm here today. I would come here normally for frivolity and occasionally to jump in the kitchen and whip up a couple of my patented drip fang specialities. But I've been sent here specifically to say you have to make this more popular. You have to expand... Yay, the reach of this podcast. For you, the only reason to go back to your former bar is to find the weapon that will destroy the void. Yes, we're all on the same page. Oh, there. sure. Yeah, we want to do that. Okay, we want to yeah. destroy Great. the void. I, yeah. want to, I want to join in the, the, the tradition of this podcast of recapping things people already definitely know about. Now, if we're going to do that... So what's a recap? A recap, great question, is when you take information... Just, I mean, I know, but just for the listeners. Great, just, just for the people, and for people at home who haven't heard for the first time. About three years plus ago, you fell down behind a Burger King and wound up in the magical land of Foon. You still have a weak Wi-Fi signal that it's coming from the Burger King, and you're using it to waste everybody's time with a shapeshifter and a doofus in a blue hat. Hi, Usador! Hello. Now... A recap is something like that, where people, we already fucking know all these things, but let's say it again for fun. What I'm saying is, now that you've recapped all of this. It's time to precap. That, what the fuck does that mean? That's a problem. That doesn't happen to everyone. Precap, if it happens for more than four hours, uh, consult a Dr. Monsterwitz. (laughs) Now, you must find a way to reach into your realm. Earth, a word Mm. that curdles in my mouth. And find a way to have them... Contribute to the hunt for the weapon that will destroy the void. And again, if we are all, if we are going to then find the, the this can't be the name of the place that you were in, but the Vermilion Minotaur. Mm, that doesn't sound right. Right, yeah, no, that's close. I just why did I even say that? If we're going to find that weapon and you're going to need it, you're going to have to expand. Now I have gained the laptop of the Baron Rangoon. Uh, this weird object, uh, the, the peach. Oh, that's Ooh, the right. other yeah, yeah, was the peach. Yes, is Usador this? made a copy of my laptop, and the Baron has it. Mm. The thing that you have to do is find a way to make more people listen. Usador, get over here! You should be hearing this. I'm sorry. I'm just so sad, and all I want to do is go back to the Scarlet Salminio. Listen, the Venetian troubadour is gone. We have to move past it. You know, I always thought that the Venetian Salminio was in Spartacus, but it wasn't. It was Tony Curtis. Oh, but yes, you called me over. Uh, tell me uh, how 
how you want to proceed. What shall we do to capture this weapon? Much like when I raised all the corpses and sent them directly at you to bother you again. No, actually, I didn't. Scratch that. You told me to do that. Yes, that's fair. Sidebar. We had to destroy most of them and <gasps> tore up the Vermilion Minotaur. There's a sidebar? This is cool as hell. After this, we should go to sidebar. You guys haven't been to sidebar yet? I mean, oh, no. Mini burgers are great. It's Cyclops night. Oh. It's Cyclops night at sidebar. Yes. Where the Cyclops sing karaoke and then they fight to the death. Wait, how do you spell sidebar? C-Y-D-E-Bar. Okay, I really only wanted to know the first two letters. Me too. I will cast a spell on all of us to remove one of our eyes. Oh, uh, well, I still have all these eye patches. Yeah, could we just do eye patches? Oh, you know what? I'm fine. I've got a bunch of eyeballs in my skin suit, so I'm good. You have eyeballs floating around in there? I've got all sorts of stuff. I've got room since you guys made me cut half my workforce inside That's my own body. Right. You look a, you look different. I, I feel different. I feel, let, let's be honest, I feel different, I feel new, and I feel good. Because it's not all snakes in there now. I had to supplement... Because you can't just have loose skin suit floating around when, sure. you're, when, you're, when you're devoid of half of the snakes that made up your entire body. Mm. So I just stuffed it full of another workforce. Ooh, well, you look like a slimmed down pillowcase full of spaghetti. Thank you so much. In a good way. I th- no, I only took that as a compliment. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, but you said you, filled, you said you replaced it with something else. What did you replace Go- some of those snakes with? Ghost eels. <gasps> ghost eels. I summoned the ghost of eels. In the number that I needed, uh, something around 450, mm-hmm. and then just said, all right, boys and ghouls, grab, grab, a, grab a skin patch and get in there. And that is why I also look like an eldritch horror moving around. I'm really, I'm just all over the place right yeah, now. Yeah, your skin is bubbling and moving and wrangling yeah. a little more than it usually does. I feel more evil than ever. So uh, you also managed to get some eyeballs in there, though. So just some random body parts, extra bits and bubbles? Oh, well, when you're in a cemetery and you're raising the entire contents of the cemetery, as I did... By the way, let's give it up for some pretty kick-ass necromancy that I engaged upon. Uh, very impressive. I, technically, that was very impressive. One hundred. I, I should hear the most from you. It was an art of magic. It was very impressive. I, I am more concerned that the uh, undead corpses then did attack us. Yep. Well, but that's not what we wanted to happen. Oh, well, okay, well, what you want to happen and what you tell people to do sometimes aren't the same thing. You told me to raise everybody and ask them questions. And when I raised... 100% of the corpses in the cemetery in Foon, I then, when I tried to get all of their attention, they just ran off and naturally tried to destroy you. They must have heard some episode of the podcast that they didn't like in the, in the nether realm. Oh, that, that could be so many different episodes. Oh. Yes. So, Dr. Ward one, some people want our first word. Yeah. But some people Actually, would people come to our defense. Like, some people yeah. who like that one would try yes. to save us because of that episode. Uh, did any of the undead come to our defense? Uh, nope. Not mm. one. All of them, just as a hive mind, decided that they had to kill you and destroy the bar that you were in. They must have heard, like, an interlude or something then. A what? So, well, well Trip Fang, what have you been up to that's so great? Uh, research. Uh, and drinking and research. I pour myself a glass of blood wine, and I, I, I fire up the old peach. Now, I, 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 are you researching necromancy, or, or you're the culinary arts? I am a compendium of necromantic information. Near research needs be done, for I am the research. People do research on me. So no, to okay. your question. Yeah. But I have been looking at other podcasts on your world through the portal of the peach. You've been doing 
Earth research? Earth research. Earth research? That almost works. Earth research. What are some of the, I mean, uh, research. We've, we've listened to some podcasts on Arnie's phone. What are some podcasts you found? Ah, excellent. Griffin, that I've trained to be evil. Bring me the scroll. How are you? How are your classes? This Griffin is going to night school. Oh. Yeah, to, to be a knight. Oh, very nice. For evil. I, when, you, when you first said Griffin, I expected to see a Griffin, but this is just a small boy named Griffin. Yes, this is just a small, this is just a 10-year-old named Griffin. Hello, Griffin. It's nice to meet you. Fuck you. Fair enough. Classic 10-year-old. Now, yeah. this, this part, a lot of things that are talked about on podcasts, which are legion. Oh, yeah. By the way, it must be the most popular art form on your realm because I think it is mandatory that every person in every household have a podcast. I know, but I don't know how it's been the last three years or so. But before I came to Foon, there were at least four or five hundred podcasts on Earth. They have, I believe, quadrupled. (gasps) The thing that seems to be most popular is, do you know anyone who has been murdered? Or Ooh, is you know, so many people who've been murdered? Okay, I think we've actually murdered some people. Well, it's a little ambiguous how responsible we are. Uh, are you asking me to pick my favorite murder? This is what I'm talking about. If you know someone who's been murdered, or which that one is fucking amazing, by the way, um, and, and or you are someone who has murdered vast amounts of people, or just enough to make quote-unquote, the papers, as they refer to as, then you have material for a podcast. Just talk about or try to find murderers. Well, what are some famous murderers in Foon? Oh, oh my God. There's so many. There's, uh, there's, there's, uh, there's tree, there's the tree killer. The tree killer? The tree mm-hmm. killer, known for killing over 500 trees. Is that just like a lumberjack? Okay. Well, now we know why he was so easily caught. They just went to his office. Yeah. There was Jack the Jumper. Who's Jack the Jumper? Oh, notorious murderer. Never caught. Uh, His signature move would be to kill a young woman in the darkness of the night. Uh, And then as soon as someone did surround him, some constable did catch him. He would jump hundreds of feet into the air. Oh, yeah. There's also uh, Eyeballs and Dicks, who's still on the loose, who's just like a mashup of Eyeballs and Dicks, who would sit in a bar behind someone, wait patiently, and then slit their throat with a dick. I wonder if they'll ever catch him. How sharp are those dicks? Some are pretty sharp, some are not. Huh. I've seen him open up an envelope with one. I've heard about it. I've heard myth of it. Hmm. Uh, There's also Jump the Jacker. Who is a tribute to Jack the Jumper, mm-hmm. when he would kill people by leaping from a great height and landing directly on them, and then when luckily a copycat always falls, lands on its feet. And when the constables would arrive, he would yell, "Jack!" and they would turn around and go, "Where?" and then he would run away because oh. he th- they thought he was revealing the location of Jack the Jumper. <laughs> and sometimes the constables take a while to to come up with these names and to realize the patterns that exist to create this murder. At first, they just called him Squishy, which just, like, it doesn't really sound terrifying. There's no, it's no pop. There's no, no pop pizzazz there. Yes. It doesn't grab you and say, I got to catch this guy. <clears throat> so try talking about murder more often. Recipes. People love it when you tell them how to make things. Oh, oh you said, or you could speak in your chat. Uh, I used to do that all of the time. You, you also know? used to go in the wizard's head all the yes. time. Well, I still do that. I just don't always do it on microphone. 
Oh, what recipes do I like? Ooh, ooh, recipe? can I can I give you an idea? Yes, of course. Can you give us a recipe for murder? Ooh, change the name of this yeah. podcast recipe to for Recipe for Murder. Or hello from the recipe for murder. Yes, I like the first one better. What do you have to do? Is first find a freshly living human being. Take them and gently coax them into your wagon or home. Damn, this one's sexy as hell. And I, as the chef inquisitor, will fact check every part of this recipe. Okay. Coax them into your wagon or your home. Then convince them that they should sup with thee. Slip a bit of poison into their food. Mm-hmm. And then when they least expect it, then the poison begins to take effect. And right before they die, st- Dab them in the neck with a knife. Or a dick. Oh, yeah. That, that's it. That all checked wow. out. That was yes. perfect. That is a recipe for murder. I'm glad <laughs> Usador did it and not me, the chef inquisitor who's a necromancer slash chef whose, oh, whole, whose whole thing is cooking are, and killing people. I'm, why don't you do one? Yeah. Can I, can I, can I, can yes, I? Can yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone gather around. I'm going to give my most famous recipe for murder. Look, clearly we are a, a bitter enemies, but we have I common goals like we all want this podcast to have more followers. Let's all remind people. I hate Arnie. I hate Sean. I hate Usador the most. Usador I respect the most because we're magical rivals, but everybody here, as I have always said, can fuck off right into the ocean. So, and the, and the, the feeling is fuck off youable. <laughs> I appreciate that. I honestly do. Cheers. Glug, 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 bang. Now, a recipe for murder that I, in tribute to my arch enemy, Usador, shall do in the standard recipe voice as well. <clears throat> can we get the candles to half? No, too dark. A little higher. Perfect! Griffin, do you mind playing some music? Fuck you! And, and Dripfang, before you begin, is there a way that you feel like the listener should best listen to this? Like, should they take a bath while they listen to this, or should they be driving? Yes, they should be taking a bath while driving. Now, assign yourself to a cart that is possessed by you. Fill it with water and soap, light candles around it, and fly around in your bathtub as you listen to this. A recipe... Chimes, chimes, soft breeze, howl of wolf coyote. Find what? Sentient being. See, he said humans. I said you could do this with anyone. So inclusive. Befriend them at your place of work. Join in common interests. Pretend you like things that they like, even if... The things they like are fucking dumb. Be a sociopath literally your entire life. Just from birth until you drop dead. Have the person over your house. Watch some manner of entertainment. Eat. Drink. Be convivial. Yawn. Well, it's time I should be Go into the old sleep sack. You should go to where you live. I will remain here. This is where I live. They will eat. They are polite. They will walk into the street. Leave your house. Go up behind them. And smash them with your bathtub. Do this about 14 to 22 times. Over the period of 1 to 35 years. Be caught 
or remain at large to taste. I like these open options. Yeah, that was fantastic. Good you have to make a murder. thank you very much. You have to make a recipe yourself. You know, they give you the guidelines, but then you mm-hmm. personalize. And there's room to improvise in there. Always, there's always room to improvise, even when after a while you realize you really shouldn't be. May I make one possible alteration suggestion? It will make me furious, but I would love if you would. I hate you. I hate you too. Coriander. Oh God, you're right. Everybody, house to thirds and ed- <clears throat> the whole thing again. Would, would just add coriander. The whole thing again. What is this? No, that's the way I would have gone with it. I don't remember what I said. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, well, Drip Fang, thank you so much for, like, I think you're really trying to help the podcast sincerely, and, and I appreciate that, even though you're very evil. Coriander. Yes, I'm very evil, yep. Uh, but I do this not for you. Not for either Arnie or Chunt, and especially not for Usador, but for the Dark Lord. He's who I've sworn loyalty to forever. <laughs> yeah. You know, because, guys, you know, I feel like we've gotten so distracted by all the work we've been doing to defeat the Void and all these different things. We have really not focused enough on making this podcast really sellable, really, mm. like, like is something that, like, listeners will latch on to and be like, ooh, this is a genre I know and love. Well, it's a, it's a journalistic podcast about your experiences here in this strange world. It seems like journalism and commercialism have a potential conflict of interest at points, don't you think? I mean, that's true until you add sponsors, and then you really just go towards whatever's going to make you the most money. But doesn't that impact the quality of the journalism? Not that the quality is that high to begin with. Maybe... Another thing people seem to like on your realm are, let me see if I'm saying this right, sports. Are sports the same thing? He, you there as they are here? 
Well, uh, Arnold seemed confused by middens, but of course we have middens here. Oh, yes, yes, yes. But, uh, but they have a thing called footing ball. Ah, the footing ball. They also have, uh, as I've I had Griffin right here, the basketing ball, the basing ball. Fuck you, I hate you, you're not my dad. He just wrote that. That's not a sport. He just, he's, I'm not trying to be his father. He, I don't like him. But yes, the thing in podcasts about sports that is most common is for people who uh, appear like they have no business actually playing the sport they are commentating on, giving vastly over-hyperbolic definite opinions on how those sports should go. So again, we're talking about people who look like they've never lifted a thing in their fucking existence, telling super athletes how they should conduct their business. So I think I, I, the three of you should just backflip and stick the landing on that, no problem. Well, okay, I suppose we can do that, but perhaps uh, if we wanted to talk about middens more, we, we could say, like, I think that... Uh, Reginald, uh... Wait, I have to give you... A, you have to get an intro. You can't just oh, go oh, into... Oh, yes, okay. You're in the mitten zone, where it's hard-hitting and mitten spitting. I'm your host, Drip, Dripfanger. I gave myself a fun radio name. No, it's great. Thank you. It's a Dripfanger. Today on the... Today on the, the round table, not populated by knights and a king, but populated by our commentators... What is going on in the world of m m m mittens Usador, the mittens me. Reginald Plum Plopper is one of the worst uh, forwards that's ever existed. Uh, I love uh, Skur's team, but uh, the buzzers are failing, and they're not going to get off of their failing streak until they get rid of Plum Plopper. See, that's where I disagree. I think the buzzers need to capitalize on the crew that they have. I mean, with their head coach having, you know, a, a, a great... But um, how many birds have they killed this year? <sighs> They, they haven't caught enough birds. They haven't killed enough birds. They need more wizards on it the field. It doesn't matter. It's not about it the birds. Matter. It absolutely matters. It does matters. not matter. Point okay. of order. Again, yes. when speaking in sports terms, facts actually don't matter. It's just whoever yells at the other one the loudest Perfect. until everybody just dies. Can I, I have a uh, maybe a suggestion. How about I count to 30, Usador counts to 30, and in between Arnie counts to four, so it would be 30 for 30, and whoever counts fastest wins. All right, let's do it. Back in the mitten zone, it's time for the number down. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, 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 more appealing for people on Earth? Ah, yes. I have a final uh, category upon the scroll that has been uh, writ here. And again, as all scrolls I write, they are in blood on skin. Now, it says here that people like it when you give them advice. Ooh, let me get somebody from the bar. Um, they can come over here, ask a question, and we'll have Arnie, the local Yahoo, answer. Oh, all right. All right. Hello, my name is Frank. Frank, how are you? Uh, I'm doing okay, Frank. Do you have a problem? Now, Frank, everyone remembers, is made of uh, dicks and eyeballs. Oh, not yes. eyeballs and dicks. Yes. I, I have a question. I saw someone the other day who looked exactly like someone else. Him is twins? Him is twins. Huh. Well, thank you, Frank, and thank you, Chun, for bringing us yeah, that, uh, that question from Frank. 
Um, I don't know. Guys, I don't know. Am I supposed to give like Kids. real advice or funny advice? Give Kids any advice twins. that you want, and then whatever people respond. If people think it's funny, then that's what you were trying to do. But if people take the advice, then you're like, I am a guru. Oh, okay. Um, him, him, him could be twins. Him could be twins. Him could be doppelgangers. Either him is twins, him is doppelgangers, uh, or it could be him is just him. Him is mirror dimension version sent to destroy you. Destroy him before he destroys you. Him is carrying a mirror shaped exactly like him, reflecting him perfectly. Him is you from the future, returned to tell you a terrible, terrible fact. Kill him before he does so. Guys, I mean, I think some of these are good ideas, but they could only sustain for four or five hundred episodes. Like... I think people on Earth love to talk about, like, terrible movies. Maybe we could do something Ooh. called, like, Zounds That Was an Awful Play and uh, just talk about some real bad, bad uh, plays you guys have seen. Ooh, that sounds good. You think these are good ideas? Yeah. Huh. Oh, what if we had, remember at Castle Nowhere, um, uh, Honey had a happy hour? Yeah. What if we did a happy hour, and during that happy hour, we talked about all kinds of uh, popular culture? Oh, Yeah. There are many wonderful plays and musicians here in Foon putting on all sorts of uh, very delightful acts that I enjoy, but I'm mad about a lot of them. Yeah, a lot of them I'm like, how did this get created? Now, remember, if you're mad about how something was created and you don't like it, it invalidates the opinion of anyone who, in fact, does like it. Mm, and if mm -hmm. they say, well, I like it, your job is to make them feel stupid. So you're saying you can win opinions. You can absolutely win opinion. Oh, pin win. What you can opinion win. Let's have a show called a pin win. A pin win. You're on a pin win. I'm your host. Drep em, dram em. And today we're going to give an opinion and then you're just going to fight with us and then we're going to win because it's our show and you can't answer back. Uh, Arnie, give us an opinion win. Well, you know what? Sometimes I don't like it if a drink is too hot. Wrong. A hot drink is all you need in life. I mean, on a cold, chilly day, having that steamy, hot toddy work its way down your body. That's what it's all about. I'm not saying a hot drink isn't good. I'm just saying that it's possible for a drink to be too You're hot. You're a fucking coward. Why, why are we stuck on the dichotomy of hot or cold? Now, the final score, Arnie 2, Chunt 3, Usador 16. Usador is your winner. Bing, 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 bing. I don't understand the score. He went total system. baby bear in one. I saw the most recent Cocktickler's play. In their long series of plays. Such fun. About the wars that existed 500 years ago, the Wars of the Tulips. And I thought that the, the, the eighth installment in the Tulip Wars uh, series was awful. And I'm rewriting it right now. I'm changing it completely because I think they ruined all the characters and they ruined my childhood. This, you're gonna. <laughs> this, this is an essential aspect of the, uh, discourse that Usador hits upon upon your realm. If there is an aspect of fictional culture mm. that you don't like, that mm -hmm. existed while you were small in your developmental years, if it doesn't progress exactly how you wanted to, you react like they killed your entire family all around you for the worst reasons possible and act like a fucking baby for the rest of your life. Also I'm furious about it. Good. I will not stand for it. That's exactly I right. I shall burn every copy of that play that I do find. And if someone tries, Oh, if they even try to mount that play here in Hog's Face, know that I shall go in protest outside with a sign saying, Not mine, Tulip's War. Yes, make sure you protest that and not something important. Devote all your energy to yelling at people who portray fictional characters. You, you know, I don't think I've seen any of the Tulip War plays. Maybe we could do a podcast where we where we 
go through all of the plays, but just like a minute at a time. So like a Tulip Wars minute. You're, you're going to go through one minute at a time? Well, I just, I'm just saying I want us to be able to do this podcast for a really long time. So if we go like a minute, okay, how about two minutes? That's, that's... Tulip Wars, two minutes. Ooh. All right. You got me with a pod. Tulip is to human. You lost me with a fun. Guys, I think we're avoiding the, the the biggest possible get from all of this. I feel like if we could get a segment of Hello from the Magic Tavern on a on a podcast and radio show on Earth called This American Life, then we're made. Then almost everyone on Earth who listens to podcasts will listen to this. Ghost deals, pick a leg. Come on. I look like a I look like a piece of linguine here. Everybody shift. Everybody balance but wouldn't out. wouldn't that be a lie? Yeah, we're in Foon. Yeah, but you know, they've been on so long. They do stories from, like, other countries. and So so, so what you're they, saying. They can do another dimension. So what you're saying is that everyone who works on This American Life is a liar. I mean, I think they're working on a greater emotional truth. This American Life. Look, what I'm saying is, let's try to do, like, a real, like, uh, cut-outable segment. Like, a little self-contained segment that then, uh, like, Ira Glass is going to be like, I gotta put that on This American Life. He sounds exactly like that. That is exactly what he sounds like, and it's my understanding he's being made 100% of sentient glass. So he's he's completely, he has, as a journalist should, he has complete transparency. I I think I have something, I think I have something. Okay, yeah, this is a story. Wait, uh, uh, Act 1... Uh, Chunt hardly wait. Usador is a wizard. A blue wizard at that. This is about you. And he's a wizard who's doing something a little bit different than what you'd expect. It's not necessarily magic. It's renting an apartment in his hat. For 2,500 gold pieces a month, you can rent out my hat, of course. Random background noise. Random background noise. Shrink down to a size appropriate to be inside of my hat. And when you leave... Grow back to your normal size. It's a very simple process. And Arnie Niekamp believes that everyone involved with this American life is a dirty liar. That's what he had to say, and as the story felt so right, it took quite a left. You see, Usador had a tenant in that hat. A young boy by the name of Kid Usador. No relation. Well, I never knew his real name. I just saw him, and I was tasked with caring for him, and as his mentor, the first name that occurred to me was... Kid Usador. Hammering for some reason. Bird in the background? Alligator goes by. I love birds. That seemed like the perfect name. I, So I treated him as my uh, sidekick, if you will, I, for a short time, and then he had other plans. Arnie hates everyone on this American life. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, that is that is really good. That's uh, good. Let's, maybe do, let's do act two. Uh, drip Fang, you've got to have some kind of great emotional story from your your past. Like you know, don't no not too much pressure, but just like a really funny but also heart wrenching story that has like a surprise twist every two minutes. It just keeps pulling you through. Sure, I'm surprisingly shallow, but I'll give it a shot. Uh, uh, okay, so Act Two, Drip Fangs for the memories. A babbling brook. High school, not my school. Everybody looked at me like I was the weirdo because my family moved from a different part of Foon to that part of Foon, and I had a hard time getting along. And when I would talk to people, they would say, get away from me, weirdo. When when I would talk to a teacher, they would punch me in the face. When I would talk to anyone, they would pick me up and throw me in a river. You know, standard high school stuff. 
bells ringing, sounds of people opening, closing books. Was this, was this because you're made of snakes? Because I was made of snakes. That's exactly right. They would look upon me and say, your father's a necromancer and your mom's a bunch of snakes. Nobody likes you and they never will. Snake kissing. Snakes kissing. But then I found the one thing that I would endear me to these classmates. Because you don't want them to like you, but they have to like you so that you can literally survive. So I found the one thing that would draw us all together. Food. And I combined it with the thing that I was n- natively good at, necromancy. And when I put them together, they all picked me up and threw me in a gulch. Which is why I went back years later and smashed it. Oh, that was very revealing. That's, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, was, I feel like I know you better now. Yeah. And I feel like we have a connection that perhaps, though we have sworn to be enemies, perhaps we should find some common ground. Okay, and in response to that, based on my past trauma, I'm going to build a wall between us. Mm-hmm. A literal wall. Griffin! Build, gather, yes, yeah, start building it. See, he's doing it already yeah. right now. That's going to take him a fortnight. Uh, I get that! Well, Drip Fang, uh, thanks for stopping by. I, I feel like I had so many questions about those ghost deals that I never got to, but maybe next time? Well, they've unionized, if that answers any of them. Oh. The questions that you had. What, the, what does that mean, they unionized? Well, I have to collectively bargain with them now. I can't just deal with them on a one-on-one basis when it comes to labor disputes. Isn't that better, though? You have so many snakes and eels in your body. Don't you want to talk to them all at once it instead is, of... It is really much better, and I don't understand why anybody would do anything to subvert that sort of system. And I'm evil. Yeah, and you're evil. You get it. I'm evil. I killed something on the way over here. I won't tell you what it is, because you have to listen to my recipe for murder. Well, you know what, Trifang, thank you for reminding us that we really need to focus on outreach on this podcast and getting more listeners. I think one of the ways of doing that is continuing the back and forth dialogue with our listeners through emails. You can email me at magictavern at puppies.supplies. It's a real email address. We get hundreds of emails, but you know what? We want your email, too. Here's one I got this week. Uh, subject line, my dad lost his arms. Help. Hello, Arnie Chunt and the great Usador. My name's Anthony. Nothing for me? Great, Nothing for you. Sorry, (laughs) I'm a huge fan of yours and am up to season two, episode 32. Okay, that's why. My dad lost both of his arms in an accident at work, frowny face. He works with the power lines on trains, big moving tubes with people inside. My question is mainly for Usador and Chunt. Sorry, Arnie. Oh, that's okay. You're dealing with a lot. Is there any kind of limb replacement for soldiers in Thune, or even something like regeneration of limbs. I'm a college student and have been working on improving my dad's prosthetics, but I'm afraid we just don't have the tech needed to make them as good as real hands. Any help from the great world of Thune? Thank you, smiley face. Anthony, the maker of fake arms. P.S. I make fake arms. Well, there is some regeneration magic, and of course my healing rock that allows uh, some regrowth of things, but there are limitations even here in Foon, uh, uh, and uh, unless you are willing to delve into the dark necromantic arts... Hello! The, the, yes, there are certain limitations, but that doesn't matter, for uh, we accept uh, all peoples, regardless of uh, whatever may have happened to them, uh, as they are. Yeah, everyone here is wildly different, and that's what makes Foon so special. Also... That's cool as fuck that Anthony's making prosthetics. Good, yeah. Good for you, Anthony. Keep up the good work. What a noble pursuit, second only to doing a podcast meant to save two worlds. And don't delve into the necromantic arts. Look, you could try to solve this with magic, but there will be a price, and that price will be too high to pay, probably. Like, you'll have a bunch of ghost deals in your dad's arms. Everybody moved, just shift over. I, sorry, I didn't have a pelvis for most of that. What are we talking about? Never mind. Okay. Lock the doors. There's been a murder. Someone got stabbed in the neck by a dick. 
How do you how does he, how do you know how do you know it's a dick? I know. It's me, Dr. Monsterwitz. This is a classic dick murder. Classic dick murder. To be continued. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Oh, wait, leave it on cliffhangers. <laughs> to be continued. Bring them back, baby. I'm pretty sure I know who did it. Yeah, also, listeners, do not expect to find out next week. Yeah. I expect you, to know it's me, Griffin. You you know. You know who did it. You know. Well, was it Frank or was it Eyeballs and Dicks? It was Eyeballs and Dicks. You don't know that. To be continued. Yeah. I love Drip Bang. He's evil, but in like a relatable way. You know? Oh, here he comes. And now, prepare for a battle rivaling all known crossover events in re- Not so fast. Oh, look at this. Me getting pacing advice from Lazy Susan. It's time that I- We found the original personnel roster for the bunker. Nice try hiding it in a binder-marked Twitter code of conduct rationale. We would never have found it if the strange force that recently inhabited my body hadn't guided me to it. And then it took me a while to read it because I got super busy with television. You know, I was ready for this kind of mutinous, boring behavior from Trisha, but not you, Craig. Maybe it's time you used his proper title. The title given to me by the Bunker Guardian High Council? Ugh. Emperor Craig. And Queen Trisha. You have to call me that now. You're not a queen. You're still just the intern. Well, when Craig found out that he was the emperor, he made me a queen. He can do that. That's how it works. You have to call me that now. I already had new stationery made, so that's the end of it. That's what's going to happen from now on. Period. The end. Yes, I think it's time we had a little personnel shakeup. Now, read the credits, intern. So, this is the low-level gnawing humiliation that Arnie must feel all the time. Use It All the Wizard was played by Matt Young. Shunt the Talking Badger was played by Adol Rafai. Drip Fang the Necromancer was played by special guest Kevin Soretta. Kevin performs regularly with the Improvised Shakespeare Company. Kevin is on Twitter, but find him yourself. I won't be a party to it. Just like I wouldn't give someone driving directions towards an active hot vomit volcano. Hello from the Magic Tavern was produced by Arnie Niekamp, Evan Jakova, and Ryan DeGiorgi. This one edited by Ryan DeGiorgi. Music by Andy Poland. Logo by Do I really have to thank him. He designed the logo like four years ago. Do it. Logo by Allard LeBan. Additional audio effects by Jason Knox. Production assistance by Garrett Schultz. Visit us at hellofromthemagictavern.com or on Facebook or Twitter. Thanks to the Chicago Podcast Co-op and Earwolf. This has been the entirety of the credits. If you'll excuse me, I'm off to chew on some iron shavings. I think I'm gonna like this arrangement. Listeners, it's Will Arnett. Our podcast, Smartless, has crossed a milestone that seemed unfathomable when we started nearly four years ago as we've just released our 200th episode. Join us as we welcome that dynamic duo of hilarity, Steve Martin and Martin Short. You've seen them on screen together in The Three Amigos, Father of the Bride 1 and 2, and most recently, and Only Murders in the Building. Both are comedic geniuses in their own right, but together they are always electric. And this episode of Smartless is no exception. I don't know if I've laughed more in a single episode than this one. We discuss their career arcs both separately and as a comedy team, how they met, who is more difficult to work with, and what motivates them today. Is Steve a better banjo player than Marty as a singer? Find out on this bicentennial episode of Smartless. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Plus, you get to hear Sean cry. What a loser! 